Welcome to the Indie Music Room, a conversation with independent artists about writing, recording, performing, and promoting their original music. And now here's your host, Heather Kelly. Hey everybody, you're listening to Heather Kelly with the Indie Music Room, and I'm excited to um, get to know my next guest of the month for September, and his name is Amo Jaha. Is that correct? Yeah, that's it, Amo Jaha, that is correct. Okay, thank you for helping me with that. Why don't you let everybody know um, where you're from and where you got your inspiration to start in, in music? Well, as you can tell from my accent, I'm from, um, I'm from the UK, a very specific part of the UK called Birmingham. If you don't, if you watch Peaky Blinders. Yes. Peaky Blinders in America. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so that's, that's the area I'm from. Great. And, uh, I come from a long lineage of music. You know, my, uh, my father, before I was born, was in a band, but a world music band. Okay. Playing Bangla music, which is, comes from North India, which is the folk style of music there. And he also ran a record label. So as soon as I was born, I was already surrounded by music, if that makes sense. Right. It's, almost like, it's almost like it chose me, you know, yeah. does that make sense? Almost like yeah. predestined. So really, I didn't really choose music. It was always lurking about. I just had to have the wherewithal to notice it. I go, okay. Was that keyboard over there? Yeah, okay. Go and give that a go. Yeah. You know, it's interesting as uh, I grew up, my dad was always in a band as, and my grandfather was musical yeah. as well. So it seems to find you, you know, it like seems to find you. You can't, you, you can try and escape from it. You can try and run away from it. You can try and pursue other things, but somehow it keeps crawling its way back to you, calling you. Hey, over here, over here. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So what got you, this is your debut album. It's called Forgetting yeah, Tomorrow and it was released um, July 22nd. Why don't you tell me, where you got your ideas about, okay, I, I guess I, I'm going to go ahead and, and put out an album. I mean, what was, what was your thought process behind that? So, so like, like I said before, you know, music always sort of called me out to do something, but I didn't quite know what it was, you know, from a young age. So I want to do something music-based. And all my mates look at me like, what? You want to do music? You know, because it was, and from where I'm from, no, no big artists have come from where I've come from. Maybe you can put Ozzy Osbourne, maybe from Birmingham. There's okay. not many, you know, there's not many. Then I was like, okay, I don't know. I don't know what I want to do. Then as I said, my father was in a, was in a band, world right. music band. So he was going to do tours all around the world, you know, Malaysia, Spain, Italy, everywhere. He's going to do massive world fest- music world festivals. And when I was at these festivals, I'd see different sort of musicians. I'd see a blues band. I'd see a reggae band. I'd see a rock band. I'd see this. I'd see all these different, and they were all fantastic. And then I'll get back to school, you know, having gigged on the weekend, back to school on Monday. And I'll talk to my friends. Oh, I've, read, I've, I've listened to this, you know, fusion jazz, um, la- Latin jazz. I'm like, what can be like, what? <laughs> you know, so I always had this eclectic because I was exposed to this eclectic style of music. And I thought, wouldn't it be great if someone could, you know, expose people to all this great music out there and then not have to judge it? No, oh, I, don't, I don't listen to reggae music. Oh, sorry, no, I don't listen to rock and roll. But wouldn't it be great? You can make an album that has all these great, you know, music bits in there. People just listen to it and go, you know what? I never thought I'd listen to reggae before, but you've got me into it. I never thought I'd listen to, you know, um, rock and roll before. You've got me into it. I don't think I listened to blues before. You've got me into it. So that was the almost inspiration for my, um, for the musical sound of the album. Well, it's interesting because the three um, songs that we're going to promote today they each have their own sound to them. They're completely yeah, different. Completely different. I think that's what intrigued me um, about you as an artist is you've got a really cool sound, but your diversity is complex. So 
this is what I like to say to people. I think I have musical ADHD. <laughs> That's what it is. So what it yeah. is is that I'll, I'll, I'll make one song. I'm kind of bored of that. Let's make something else. You want to see my playlist? It's an absolute pick and mix. Yes. They're like, what? honestly, the, the algorithm people at Spotify and Apple Music are thinking, what the hell is this guy on? Yeah. <laughs> in one minute, I'm listening to orchestral classical music. Then I'll be listening to this. Then I'll be listening to rock, blues, you know. So I just thought, wouldn't it be great to expose people to this sort of music alongside meaningful lyrics? Absolutely. You know? That first song we're going to play a little bit, and this one is so fun because it comes with a, a complete video and all, so everybody gets yeah. to capture capture your uh, personality and everything as yeah. well. Tell me how you came up with the idea about Mr. Free. So it was originally in this in the songwriting session we did for Mr. Free. So um, with the majority of all my songs, I always start off with the music first. So I'll, maybe I'll develop an eight an eight to four bar loop or piece of music that has a chord progression in there maybe a baseline melody or some sort of melody on there so i had this um i think this four eight bar reggae reggae composition with the baseline we're sitting there we're writing, writing some of the lyrics then and um again with my lyrics i only really understand what it is after the first verse when i first write it i even i don't know what it's about I have to kind of look back at it retrospectively and go, okay, that's what it is. So I got to that second verse. And again, I don't like to speak about the meaning of my lyrics because I like the audience. Okay, yes. I like to half paint the canvas, that makes sense. I'll never fully say what the lyrics are. I like to half paint the canvas because I don't know about you, but some of my favourite songs of all time, throughout my life, they mean different things. You know, you can, you can start yeah. over. Well, the, the people that listen to it, they can relate to it and make it mean what, what exactly. relates to them. Yeah. Exactly, right. yeah. So, for example, I'll, I'll give you maybe two possible meanings that the song could have. It's up okay. to you what it is. So, one is, you know, you've, you're trying to leave a bad relationship behind, you know, you're trying, you're trying to be free, or you could be leaving your old self behind in the pursuit of, you know, maybe finding a better version of yourself. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like, we're all trying to self-improve, aren't we, at the end of the day? Yeah. So, you could that, that's maybe just two to um two possible interpretations of the song but with regards to the video i also did a master's in film oh you went okay, to film great. school yeah so when i was in, again i wanted to keep the video fairly open to interpretation so it's simply a person who's you know chained up in in a prison outfit trying to get free of something i don't know what he's trying to get free of right. only you the audience up to your interpretation, interpretation right. what he's trying to break free of and in the end he does break free so did you um do this video on your own since you've got that background or did you have a crew of people to help oh, you i had not had a crew of people because as if there are any filmmakers out there they understand how much of a pain it can be you know right so uh, i was directing it um i had a uh, cinematographer and whatnot and actors there but um, yeah i directed it i come up with the story and all the shots by the fantastic um cinematographer called ricky mk and um so we shot that again we shot that in the same location they, they shoot peaky blinders okay great so if anyone knows uh, i think season five we shot our final scene in the same shot peaky blindish shot a scene in season five so yeah wow that is incredible with yeah. that said Amron, let's go ahead and listen to that first song yeah mr free here it goes The 
train is coming in at quarter to three Lo and behold you're there to see me Off of the carriage and onto the tracks At this point in time yeah there's no turning back no Gonna get away from the fire and the smoke Wanna say goodbye but I hope that you choke Gotta get your noises out of my head But that's hard to do when you're so close to death yeah Don't try and stop me Try to make me change my mind No, don't try to save me Just let me leave it all behind Well, flying past, we were never gonna last Now you're a hundred miles away and getting further fast Thought you were red, but I was misled Full steam ahead, turning red, now we're dead, yeah Which led to our demise But it's easy to forget When your skins are disguised yeah. Don't try and stop me No, don't try and make me change my mind No, don't try to help me Find you well. It's taken a while, but I woke from your spell. The air is clear and the grass is green. I can think for myself now, I'm out of the machine. I can see everything that I've never seen. I can be everything that I've never been. I found myself locked in, but I found the key. All the best, yours sincerely, Mr. Free. That is a great video, a great song. Um, I think that our viewers, especially the ones that catch us on YouTube, are going to love seeing the visual that you put that together. Great mastermind. Great, great thank video. You, thank you. Thank you. Thank You're you. welcome. You're welcome. Why don't you tell me a little bit about your recording process? Um, do you do you play all the parts yourself and record or do you hire musicians in? What, how do you go about your music? Yeah, so. I do like to collaborate with other other musicians because sometimes they can, you know, bring something to you that you hadn't seen before. Sure. Do you know what I mean? I mean that that in itself is also what the fat jam is about. Like jamming is just almost whenever you're jamming, people say, "Oh, we're jamming in a band together." But really, it's just a conversation between two people. Like me and you are jamming now. Right. And it's just it's just a conversation. I'm getting what you know. We're conversing ideas. So I like to do that in the studio as well. So maybe I'll present an idea. I'll say, I want something like this. Maybe I'll play something. They're going to know. Instead of playing that, play this. Right. You know, and maybe tweak two, two or a few notes. And then before you know it, my idea and his idea, we've come to somewhere 
where neither of us would have got to originally, if that makes sense. Right. Absolutely. So that's almost sometimes what, fat, uh, what, what I really like about the fat jammers, uh, the, the idea behind it. But usually what I'll do is I'll sit in my room, I'll sit down for maybe an hour and go, okay, every day I would come up, try and come up with a composition. This is what I've done before the album. Because it was lockdown, so there's nothing much to do. So I thought, okay, every day you would come up with one composition. I'd sit down, I'd just make an eight-bar eight eight bar loop with a bridge, a chorus, bridge, and, um, and chorus. I'd write some lyrics. Okay, okay. I'd half-bake it. I wouldn't over-bake it. So maybe okay, I really like the chorus on that, or really like the um, um, bridge. So I'd go and take it to the studio. I'd call some musicians down. I'd go, here's an idea I've had. How can we, uh, let's, let's blow it up. What, what are your ideas? Boom, 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 boom. What are your ideas? That's and that's how I do it. Majority of the stuff I played myself, because as, as you know, as an independent artist, you can't, I can't be, 11 songs, I can't be affording studio time, uh, musicians, blah, 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 you know what I mean? So right. majority of the stuff was done myself, but the odd thing, I got people in. Right. So the, the so the, for example the vocals are done by uh, the lead the lead singer um, Brandon Hill he's a fantastic singer from Birmingham as well and um, yeah so that's the way I like to work yeah that sounds great and when you when you go to a studio um, do you guys did uh, record digitally or what what means do you do I actually still live in or work in a studio that has two inch analog tape it goes way yeah. back in it. It's older, you know, you, it's not uh, digital where you can make changes. You've got to do it yeah. right the first time. But um, how was your recording experience? See, I am similar to you. I prefer analog to the sound. You get more of a feel to it. Warm. It's more of a warm feel to it. Like you can put an instantly you put a song on, you got analog. But it just has this warmth to it. that. So we tried, modern day processes suggest you have to like, do a lot of digital right. but where we could we try to do have some analog in there or we try and edit in a way put some filters on some plugins to make it sound that have that vintage warm sound majority of it was digital because we live in that age now um but we tried our hardest to my, try and make it sound analog and everything was played live yeah well it sure came off good because uh again these songs are warm um they're relatable and they're diverse. That's why I like them so yeah. much. Why don't you tell me a little bit about Senorita before we listen to that? Okay, Senorita. Okay, I, I was listening to a lot of Ray Charles during this during this period. Uh, he, he just the way he's playing piano was just really just stuck in my head. Um, I think I was listening to Unchain My Heart quite a lot during that period by Ray Charles. And I was just sitting in the room. I was just trying to play some of those jazz chords, those sevenths, those sixths. I was like, boom, boom, boom. And somehow I just fell across this chord progression and it just popped into my head. Um, I'm looking for a girl, my senorita. I was like, okay. And I sort of know what this song's about, maybe finding your soulmate or something. It's roughly about that. Right. I was like, okay, it's about, it's about finding that someone. Maybe you haven't quite found them yet, but they're out there somewhere. Don't, don't give up. And um, again, so I took that idea, the verse, to the studio with the lyrics and I was like okay this has got to be a story now so we laid out the, the, similar to how you write a film script we're like okay we're going to tell a story now but again like you said it has to be a universal truth all of us looking for love aren't we do you know what I mean yes all of us are you know what I mean and we might not have it now we might not have it now so you may be but the key thing especially in life you can't give up on things 
always have that hope, no matter what it is, career, love, health. So that was embedded into the, embedded into all the album genres, always keep hope. So that was the main part of that, of that, that song. You're looking for, you're looking for this love of your life, but you, you don't know if she's out there yet. Right. Where she's. Well, we hope that our, our, uh, our partners are always out there. I mean, it is, it's a search and, and it's a quest that I think everybody wants to accomplish, but this song kind of leads to that. And it's, yeah. it's one of my favorite. I, I don't even know, like you sent me uh, several more than just yeah. the three that yeah. we're, we're um, talking about today. And they're all uh, equal quality. So I'm, oh, I'm excited. That, that, that means that does mean a lot. Yeah. For this track, the, like I said, the main inspirations were, you know, Ray, um, in the verses, Ray Charles, Amy Winehouse, you know. Oh my gosh, I love her. Yeah, so they were the mains, but then the chorus, it changed. It almost turned into more of a Beatles chorus, more Beatles influence, if you hear it. Yeah. Especially the string work. The string work was very Beatles-esque. So we are in the studio, and we were saying, let's, let's try and make this really Beatles-y, the chorus. So there's this great juxtaposition between the verse and the chorus. Right. It sounds great. With that said, let's go ahead and take a quick listen so everybody knows what we're talking yeah. about. Here is Senorita. I'm looking for a girl, my senorita Asking around, have you seen her? Nobody knows, but she sounds familiar Oh, where has she gone? Then they start to stutter and shiver Just figured out she's a stone-cold killer Never been found, but everyone can hear her Oh, where has she gone? I don't know when I'll find her But as long as she's somewhere I've got a chance, but I'm on a timer Or someday I'll be there But I don't know which way to go Before I left, they said, you be careful Better toughen up because this girl's not gentle If you don't come back, it won't be accidental Oh, what should I do? So I left with just the clothes on my back Followed the stars along the winding dirt track I don't wanna fold and fade into black Oh, what should I do? I don't know when I'll find her But as long as she's somewhere I've got a chance, but I'm on a timer Or someday I'll be there But I don't know which way to go If I don't, you know 
Senorita. It's another great song, Imran. No, love thank it. you. Yeah, love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So tell me, how does your family feel now that, especially your dad, because you, you yeah. mentioned that you kind of, um, you know, he was in a band musical. How does he feel about the music you put out? Yeah, so he, for, yeah, for him, he's been around music for, he's not in, in the music industry anymore, but he was, um, he'd been, I think about 20 years and he, he enjoys it. So that, that to me means a lot, but um, he said to me, it's going to be tough. It is. Because the life of a musician is tough because he's seen it all. He's seen, you know, if I see running a record label, he's seen people who maybe were great. Yeah. I've had like, a long, hard road ahead of them. So yeah. just be prepared to when it gets rough, you have to stick it out. Yeah. You got to have a thick skin and you've got to have a lot, lot of perseverance to keep on trying. And, um, Especially as, a, as an independent artist, we're not backed by uh, major record labels. Right. I myself am, is, am an indie artist and I've been doing it 17 uh, years. Yeah. Four albums and 19 singles later. And I'm still. Wow. Yeah. You know, and, and I haven't become wealthy, but there's something about it. Like once you're in it, you become a life. Amazing. Yeah. Like I, I don't. Mm -hmm. I don't even try to write songs, but when it comes up, I'll sit down at the piano immediately. So, I mean, it's just something that that is instilled in you, whether, you know, you want to do music or not. Yeah, I think all of us, no matter what it is, we've got to somehow just learn to express ourselves, whether it's through dance, acting, writing books, writing songs. So we're human beings, we're emotive, you know, animals, and we somehow, we have to get this emotion out of us. And I think exactly, exactly yeah, well, some of you said, some of it might not be about the money. Like, for example, just now, before we started recording, you genuinely said to me, I really enjoy your music. Mm -hmm. Now, to me, from a music lover and artist as yourself, to, to hear that means all those hours that I spent, you know, ah, oh, that doesn't sound right. Let's re-record that. that it makes it all worth it. It does. It makes it worth you know it. I mean? It really does. To have someone say, you know, I've really enjoyed your music. That's that, to great. me, is worth more than any sort of check I can get. Absolutely. Yep. And you know, the thing about being an original artist is, you no, know, I mean, I respect my father a lot, but he was in a lot of cover bands, you know, yeah. and, and he was very talented, very successful. But I feel like the reason I could never be in a cover band is because it's already been done. That voice yeah. is already unique to that, that song. Yeah, so yeah. I don't want to try to create, recreate that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's great to write your, I feel it's great to write your own music because yeah. it's, it's your thoughts, your voice. It's your, you're out there. Yeah. And this, 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 like, like I said, I've, I've been in several bands. My father's born music band and at university, would you call it college in America? Yes. Oh, college. Yeah, yeah, college. Yeah, we. I was in a, several bands. That I was never the greatest musician. I'll put that out there. I was never the greatest musician. I was always probably one of the weakest musicians, you know, <laughs> in the band. But what I did have, which is what lended quite well to making original songs, I had creativity. Yeah. So I might not have been the best um, musician, you know, timing-wise, technique-wise, but I had creativity. So I'm able to put in, I'm able to think of compositions and stuff like that. And like you said, I think... You're something new to the world automatically. You're adding, you're adding to music history, aren't you? Yes. You always want to add. So, like, once you're gone, your, your legacy's here. So you show your grandkids, look here, I made this. Right. It's kind mine. of your legacy. It's your legacy. It is. Uh, so, that will stay like for this. This, might, this is my bit of leftover from when I ever, when I, when I ever go, because we all go. Yep. This is mine to say, this is my impact on the earth. Do you know what I mean? I can show my kids, grandkids, they can show their kids. 
And that's mm-hmm. the cool thing about nowadays is indie artists can um, put out music on these digital platforms. And that didn't used to be an option. And exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, exactly. With every minus that, you know, the music industry has changed, it's also a plus. We can, you know what I mean? You can have, anyone can put it up there. You don't necessarily need to be found by the right person. It's still hard to get to those channels that the major people sign to the major record labels, you know, get to, you know, radio play, but what, whatever is it's out there. And no, no one can take that away from you. It's out right. there. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? Why don't you give me a little bit of an uh, inside on yeah. Inside of My Dreams? Because that one's really great. Totally different than the other two, but really great too. Yeah. So, so with um, Inside My Dreams, again, like... Um, I was, when I was writing that, it was I was going through a very like existential sort of period where you're thinking, hmm, like what what what's what's our our own individual meaning in, in life? You know, what what's everyone's what does everyone want to accomplish, you know, what what are, what's everyone's dreams? And um so that was lyrically what was um I was I was thinking about I was like obviously I had my own dreams to be a musician and pursue creativity. But no one really. It was it was it was hard to, to chase that dream. Right. I thought like, like, I'm gonna I'm gonna write about this. We all have our dreams, no matter what it is, and we should have the right to go and chase them. So during that time, I was at those lyrics, and and they meant a lot to me. And uh, I was like, musically, where can I take this? And I don't know if you've like massive fans over there, but I'm a big Oasis fan. So I was like, okay, how can I have it? Give it that sort of rock indie feel. Again, so I was just making chords but again like i said before because i was listening to a lot of rage charts so that's a few jazz chords in there yeah. so again i'm co- combining two abstract genres together you know that my friends that we listen to so i think even there it's it's for me that's the definitive fat jammer sound uh inside my dreams it's personally my favorite song if i was to summarize what is the fat jammer sound i'd give them the world inside my dreams right. the, the lyrics are meaningful and universal I mean, they, they should apply to everyone. We've all got dreams, no matter what they are. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Everyone has them. But I don't, I don't, I don't whether you want to be, you know, a good parent, whatever, career, financial, health, we all have this sort of inner sort of, our soul kind of speaks to us and what, what we want to be and what we should be. So lyrically, I think it's universal, which is important for a great song for me. But, uh, musically, I think it's quite diverse, you know, the genres coming together. And it's, I think it's a really great uplifting song, which yeah. I think all great songs should be. You should have always give people, because for me, good music like medicine. Absolutely. So I want to put good music out there that generally some people listen to and it lifts their day up. They might be going through a hard time. Whoop, nearly dropped my mic there. They might be going through a hard time and they put on your tune and go, okay, I'm, I'm going to keep fighting for my dream. Yeah, he's right. Yeah, right. yeah. That's what good, good music is. It's Absolutely. medicine to the masses. Yeah. More than it is for money or fame, it's you're doing something good if you're making good music. That's right. Well, let's go ahead and take a listen to that one. And then I've got a few more questions for you before we wrap up. This is Perfect. Inside My Dreams. I want to know what lies behind your eyes. I want to catch the diamonds in the skies. We'll never know what lies beyond the And I will know which way to go 
that was Inside My Dreams, another great song. You couldn't have picked better songs for this podcast today. Oh, thank All three you. of them are, are so completely different, uh, but also so the same, like they're universal, different, yeah. different sounding. I like that you've got the diversity. So this is this is great. Thank you so much. You are so welcome. I'm so glad that you've you found. How did you find me on the podcast? I can't remember now. I think I just typed in indie podcast or interviews on on uh, Google. Or oh, I might have, I might have listened to a few in the past, actually. Okay, okay. Yeah. I, I'm always curious to hear how somebody yeah. from the UK or or yeah. you know someone else has, has found my podcast. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. When you do something great, it na- naturally spreads by itself. So how it, amazing is that? It, it's been doing really well, and and I love yeah. to get to meet the people um, from different areas all the time. It's, yeah, it's fun. yeah. Why don't you tell me a little bit of what your future plans are with your music? What What are you looking to do in the future? So hopefully, um, obviously, we're going to try and expose the music as much as possible and try and, you know, get to a bigger audience and hopefully, you know, start start doing some live concerts soon. And um, and dare I say, start writing a second album. Um, yeah. yeah, but really, we're going to try and push the, push the band out there try and get some live gigs, try and grow our, grow our audience space. You know, as independent artists, the, main, the first stage is getting a solid fan base. Absolutely. Once you get yourself, once you get an audience, you can blossom from there. Because, you know, even as artists, I think we sometimes we take ourselves too seriously because really it's the audience that makes us. It's a, it's a two-way thing, your music and a pair of ears to listen to. Right. So, you know, so just as important as us making good albums, it's also important to find the people to enjoy our music. That's if we don't right, find right. them, then we just, you know, it's not good to anyone. So that is mainly the main main aim for Fat Jams at the moment is to grow that that audience base. I have this um, I have this idea that people only like what they know, but they don't know what they like. Meaning, exactly, if, if you don't get your material out there, how are exactly. they going to know if they like it? You know, they only exactly. are familiar with what they know. So yeah. that that's so important to to get your music out and. Like you mentioned, if it's a good product and and things, you know, will happen organically with it. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Exactly. I think a lot of people, are, which it's understandable because people have busy lives, you know, they work nine to five, and they got they get home, they don't necessarily have time to research, you know, obscure bands. And a lot of people get thought like mouth fed what they listen to. So mm-hmm. stations like yours, I really enjoy because you're pushing out stuff there that no no one knows about. That's what that's what my goal is. That's yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, why don't you tell everybody a couple um, places on online they can find you, some of your links, and and uh, we'll make sure to include those at the end of the podcast so they can come check you out. Perfect. So if you it's uh, the Fat Jammers on Instagram, Twitter, and believe it or not, we're on TikTok. Yeah, <laughs> join the trend. Why not? We're also on YouTube at you know the Fat Jammers again. And um, the video is available on Natural uh, Natural Records YouTube channel which there'll be link will be in all our other social medias. Right. That'll be perfect. Um, also, I want to just let our fans know that Fat Jammers is spelled P-H-A-T-J-A-M-M-E-R-Z. So, so if they're just yeah. listening to this on the radio, yeah. uh, you know. Oh, it's The Fat Jammers. So T-H-P- the, the, fat the Fat Jammers. Yeah. Okay. Perfect, perfect spelling. Yeah. All right. Well, it has been my pleasure. Um, if you have any more Please, if you have any more songs come up, just send them my way. I'd like to do a catch up, you know, when you've got new material coming out and and see what's been going on. So, yeah, you keep doing the show as well. It's very important. (laughs) Yeah. 
Well, thank you so much. It's been my privilege. And I want to remind everybody to hit that subscribe button to never miss an episode of the Indie Music Room. Emeryn, thank you so much. Let's stay in touch. You've been listening to the Indie Music Room with Heather Kelly. Be sure to listen every Saturday and Sunday right here on FortDodgeRadio.com and subscribe for all our past and upcoming shows. The Indie Music Room is a production of FortDodgeRadio.com.